be talking about old Ronnie Boy. Ron DeSanctimonious, Meatball Ron, Great Value Trump, Sausage Fingers, whatever nickname you want to use. You know, and I guess Trump is now calling him Rob uh, because of his disloyalty. He's a robber. He's a thief. Whatever you want to call him, okay? We're going to talk about the fact that this dude has officially committed a political suicide, career suicide, made one of the most tone-deaf political decisions in American history by launching his 2024 campaign. And thus, um, as a byproduct, waging a war against Donald Trump and MAGA, which includes all of us. And this is obviously very, very disappointing because, you know, um, like many of you, I saw this coming. I knew it was coming. But, you know, not long ago, I voted for the guy. I live in the state of Florida. And I supported him, you know. And after the 2022 midterms, you know, I know that Ron DeSantis had people in his ear telling him that, Oh, you won in a landslide, and Trump is a loser. This is three elections in a row that the Republicans have lost, and it's time for somebody else to step up. And uh, you're, we're going to crown you the new leader of the Republican Party, right? I, I, I know that he had people seducing him, and I, I you know, I, I kind of saw the writing on the wall, but I thought, or I was hoping it, I, I held on to some hope that, you know, after the indictment. And the polling numbers started coming out showing that he did not have the support of the base, that he would read the room and fall back until 2028. But it became more and more clear that that's not what he was going to going to do. And so now he's fully committed. And I guess when you have, I don't know, 30, 50 million dollars in a war chest that you got from a bunch of globalists that want to take down Trump and divide the base and destroy MAGA... Well, once those people give you all that money, you kind of got your hands tied and you have to run at that point. Uh, So here we are. You know, it's official. And I guess DeSantis cannot see the writing on the wall, or maybe he can and he just doesn't care. And maybe there's more a a more nefarious agenda at foot. But regardless, he's going to go ahead and pull a Bud Light. Okay, he's going to stab all the people in the back that literally just elected him to serve a four-year term as governor including myself, he's going to stab Trump in the back, um, and he's going to try to divide and conquer MAGA. And the reason I say that he's pulling a Bud Light is because nobody wanted this. Nobody. Nobody asked for this except, of course, you know, the Daily Wire and Jeb Bush and Paul Ryan. Apart from that, nobody else wanted this. And we've made that abundantly clear. All the writing was on the wall. But... You know, I guess he thinks with all the money he's getting and all the help from Fox News and the Daily Wire and a little election fraud, he can secure a victory. But as we know, it's not going to go down that easy, right? Because in order to uh, in order to secure that nomination, old Ronnie boy is going to have to face the man, the myth, the legend, the kingpin, the MAGA king. Okay, he's going to have to... He's going to have to face Trump. He's going to have to step into the quicksand and survive. And many have tried, and nobody's come out on top. Nobody succeeded. And I don't think old fat fingers, sausage fingers, is going to be any different. Needless to say, I don't think this is going to end too well for him. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to, we're, I'm going to explain all the reasons why I think that. that I'm proud oh, to be an first. American.
I didn't mean to play that yet. First, be sure to smash that like button and check out nicklovesgold.com because there's never been a better time to diversify and protect your retirement savings with gold and silver. We have massive inflation, rising costs, and interest rates. Our nation is $31 trillion in debt, and there's a huge standoff over the debt ceiling. The Biden administration refuses to negotiate with the Republicans over the massive spending, and it almost seems like to me, and this is my theory, that Biden wants us to default on our debt so that he can send us into economic collapse and then blame it on Trump and the Republicans before the 2024 election. Now, that's speculation, but that's a possibility. And if that happens, it could send us into a massive recession, despite the fact that we're already in one. So needless to say, the future is looking very uncertain, and millions of Americans have already watched their retirement savings disappear. So don't wait until it's too late. If you have $50,000 or more in your IRA, 401k, or savings, then head to nicklovesgold.com and find out how you can use an IRS loophole to add physical gold and silver to your retirement savings. Visit nicklovesgold.com now to get a free gold IRA kit. Protect your savings and you could get up to $10,000 in free silver to do it. Gold Co. has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, thousands of customer reviews, and they've already helped place over $1 billion in precious metals. We could be looking at a recession worse than 2008, so don't wait. Visit nicklovesgold.com. That's nicklovesgold.com. All right, so we got a little troll in the chat, and I'm going to go ahead and mute that bastard. I've muted that guy so many times, but he keeps making new accounts, so uh, he'll probably be back, but I've took care of the problem for the time being. That guy is annoying, man. Get a life. I see him on every single live stream. All the people that I watch... This dude is in the chat being an asshole. So I, I just feel like if you have that much time on your hands, you might want to take a look in the mirror because you literally have no life. I mean, there's things I don't like. There's people I, I, I disagree with, but I'm not going to sit there and spend all day every day, you know, uh, trolling people's chats. It's so pathetic. But anyways, let's not waste any more time on that jackass. Let's talk about old Ronnie boy. Now... The first thing I want to talk about is how Ron, whoops, let's get that off the screen, okay? We're done with the ad for now. Let's talk about old Ronnie Boy and how he decided to make his announcement. He did it on a Twitter space hosted by Elon Musk, which is something very unique. It's never been done before, uh, but it's not that surprising because Elon Musk has previously stated that he would support DeSantis for president. So I'm not too shocked to see that the guy who controls the Twitter platform and the Twitter algorithm extended this opportunity to his preferred candidate, you know? Now, before I jump on Elon um, and accuse him of trying to influence an election, it's I, I'll have to wait and see whether or not he extends this same opportunity to the other candidates. I've heard that he plans to do that, which is, which is a good thing, although I don't think Trump would take him up on that offer. <laughs> you know, Trump's been... Trump's been taking jabs at Elon recently, too. But as long as Elon makes the offer, then I, I would say that that's a, he's given everybody a fair shake, right? So uh, we'll see if, you know, if he extends the offer to Trump and RFK Jr. and Marion Wil Williamson and even Biden. Because, you know, you have to, you have to be fair. If you're going to say you're unbiased, then you have to make this same opportunity available for everybody. Because if you don't, that's a pretty big indicator that, you know, you're trying to use your platform to try to sway the upcoming election, uh, which would be ironic 
considering the fact that Elon has criticized the previous Twitter ownership of manipulating the 2020 election and prior elections, uh, particularly with the Hunter Biden laptop suppression and all the censorship. So, you know, he'd be quite the hypocrite. Now, let's talk about the announcement itself. So there was apparently like 500,000, some have estimated 700,000 people that tried to view the live stream through Elon Musk Twitter page, but there were so many people, they were overwhelmed. The servers crashed and it completely crashed the platform, (laughs) you know? And they actually had to move to another account, which of course uh, gives all the DeSantis simps ammunition to say that, oh, Ron broke the internet, he's so popular. When in reality, it just shows a lack of preparedness and made the whole thing frustrating for all the people that, that wanted to tune in but had to deal with 20 minutes of malfunctioning. It just kind of looks bad on your part. And the media, of course, is calling this a failure to launch. And uh, Trump, you know Trump's going to seize that opportunity. (laughs) Trump's been putting out multiple videos making fun of what a failure this was. And I'm going to play one of them, okay? So this was one of them. kind of melting the servers and I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free I'm into freedom and willing to put his money where his mouth is upset the narrative upset the narrative is all imposed on us by our government who gave that light to me and I gladly stand up have uh, Governor DeSantis uh, make this uh We're just trying, to, just trying to get it going. So, yeah, compare and contrast the two and you be the judge, all right? And isn't it kind of funny and ironic that Elon Musk, the rocket man, he he, fa- you know, he, he had that little dialogue preparing to launch. You know, he failed to launch. Anyways, it was just a pun that I failed to make a joke uh, successfully about. But you know what I'm talking about. It, it, it had the potential to be funny, and I just screwed it up. But anyways, let's talk about something here. Okay, let's talk about the irony of the fact that uh, during this Twitter space, Ron DeSantis talked about how he talked about the reason that he did this on Twitter. And he talked about the dishonest reporting of the legacy media, these propagandists. And, you know, he talked about how Twitter provides an opportunity to speak directly to the American people uh, on a free speech platform independent of the legacy media. Right. So while it sounds good and it's a clever attempt for Ron to portray himself as a populist who wants to stick it to the media, let's remember something. Okay. Let's remember why DeSantis decided to run in the first place. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. What we know is that he decided to run after the midterm election when he had some backroom meetings with Paul Ryan, Rupert Murdoch, and uh, I think wasn't Kevin McCarthy part of that? The people that wasn't he part of coercing Ron to run? I know it was Paul Ryan, but there was somebody else there. But what we know is that basically Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, has basically promised to crown uh, DeSantis as the new leader of the Republican Party and told him that they would use the Fox uh, dynasty as a vehicle to propel his campaign and overshadow Trump. So he can sit there and try to criticize the mainstream media, but the irony is he's in bed with the mainstream media. He's in bed with Rupert Murdoch. 
So there's that. And not to mention his wife used to work for CNN. So don't, don't give me this about the media. You're in bed with the media. All right, now let's talk about the substance of the actual announcement or lack thereof, because unfortunately there really wasn't any. I, it was the most boring thing I've listened to in a long time. Not to mention it was completely scripted. I think that the part of the reason they did this, did this in an audio-only Twitter space is because Ron was literally reading from cue cards. It was so obvious. Even the questions were scripted. They tried to make it look like this was an open dialogue that people could jump in and ask questions, but the people that were asking questions were so clearly reading from a script. DeSantis was reading from a script, and so were the people that were asking questions. And they all said the same thing about, you know, how how thankful they are to Elon Musk for purchasing Twitter and making this Herculean effort to support the First Amendment and blah, 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 despite the fact that I'm still banned off Twitter, dude. You haven't... Uh, what if What has Elon Musk really done for me? You know? But anyways, they go on to... After after sucking off Elon and telling you know kissing his ass and telling him how great he is, then they proceed to ask these softball questions. Nobody asked the real question about you know why the hell are you running? Uh, when <laughs> why the hell are you running against Trump? Nobody asked the real question that we all want. You know it was it was all scripted, and not to mention it was super dry and super boring. In about ten minutes, I wanted to turn the thing off. And the only reason I stuck around till the end is because I felt like I had to in order to kind of know what was going on and provide some commentary on it. Uh, but it was basically just low energy, slow pace dribbling. DeSantis talked about crime and, and the woke mob and, and basically just checked all the boxes of the conservative talking points that he was given that we've heard from every single middle of the road Republican for the past three years. And I imagine during the whole thing, his head bobbling around as he was you know, trying trying to appeal to the MAGA base with nothing new, nothing of substance, nothing that would even slightly set DeSantis apart from Trump. Just the same things about the border and crime and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but he really didn't hit on how he plans to fix any of that except for implementing some of the same policies, the exact same policies that Trump put forth. And um, so... So there's that, um, but DeSantis did try to set himself apart from Trump, right? And he did this by taking a jab at Trump, basically without naming him. You know, he said, unlike other prior Republicans who talked a big game, I plan to actually get stuff done. As if to say, to make such a bold statement, it's as if he's saying that Trump never delivered on any of his promises, which is absolutely ridiculous and completely dishonest. I mean, do we really have to sit here and name Trump's accomplishments? Border security, booming economy, record unemployment, peace in the Middle East, no new wars in four years, etc., etc. And I'm not saying that he delivered on all of his promises, but let's not forget the fact that Trump did all of this during his presidency, as he was fighting fake accusations of, that he colluded with Russia and commit treason, you know, the entire uh, legacy media, the DOJ, the FBI, they were all after him, trying to remove him from office on a fake Russian collusion narrative. And then towards the end of his presidency, he was forced to deal with a global pandemic. But even with the entire deep state apparatus 
and hundreds of saboteurs and backstabbers, uh, admittedly many of which were appointed by Trump, so I'm not giving him a pass on that. But even with that and all the endless investigations, he still accomplished more than any president in modern history. So to sit there and try to, you know, portray Trump as someone who talks a good game, but at the end of the day is all talk and doesn't deliver on his promises is pretty dishonest to say the least. And that didn't really resonate with me whatsoever. And he also said, you know, it's time to move on. It's time to move on, and it's time for Republicans to look to the future in, with, with, with my forward-thinking campaign, and it's time for Republicans to stop losing. That's what he said, which means, and this is very important. I want you guys to all listen up here. This, for all of you guys that are supporting DeSantis, um, that have been actively fighting against election fraud, I want you to really think about that statement. You know, it's time for Republicans to stop losing. What this means is that Ron DeSantis does not actually acknowledge that fraud took place in the in the 2020 election nor the 2022 election. Here's a guy that looks the other way at the obvious and blatant election fraud that took place in really the past 3 elections. And he actually sits there, not only does he look the other way, but he sits there and uses the rigged election results as ammunition to try to portray Trump as a loser, okay? So you have to understand what you're dealing with here. On one hand, you have Trump, who's not perfect, okay? But at least he acknowledges and vows to fight the election fraud. And on the other hand, you have DeSantis, who denies it completely, acts like it does not exist, and then uses it as ammunition to portray himself as a winner and Trump a loser, right? You have to really take that into consideration. You may not like Trump for his stance on Operation Warp Speed uh, or whatever criticism you, 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 you delegate to Trump. But if you care about free and fair elections, then Ron DeSantis is not your guy, okay? That's very important, okay? And that alone should tell you everything, that you need to know, you know, if this guy, if this guy, Ron DeSantis was really a populist and he really was who he portrays himself to be, then don't you think that he, he would be concerned about the fraud? Don't you think that the deep state apparatus and the media and the intelligence apparatus would attempt to rig an election against a guy like DeSantis in the same way that they rigged it against Donald Trump if he was really such a threat? I mean, he's trying to make himself appear like he's a more tactful version of Trump that's more dangerous to the deep state than Trump, you know, because he's actually going to get the job done, as he says. And, and, and if that was actually the case, if that was the reality, then Ron DeSantis would stand even less of a chance in a general election than Donald Trump, don't you think? Because they would do everything in their power to prevent him from getting in. So the fact that he's looking the other way at election fraud and not acknowledging it and and using it as ammunition against Trump, calling him a loser, effectively, means that either he is completely oblivious to what's really going on and what's important to the American people, which is free and fair elections, or this guy has cut a deal with the deep state apparatus that rigs elections. And, it's, and, and, and he got this deal because he's actually intending... To, to 
impersonate Trump all the way into the White House and then hand the country over to the globalists. So, you know, I'm just telling you guys, I supported this guy. I voted for him, but the truth has been revealed. This guy's not on our on our side. Now, let's let's talk about, you know, the people that despite all this still support DeSantis. They're they're on the DeSantis train. They've abandoned abandoned Trump. Um and they genuinely think that Ron DeSantis can defeat Trump in the primary. Well, let me tell you something. Let me just put it bluntly for you. Okay? If you actually think that this guy can actually defeat Trump in a free and fair election, you are out of your damn mind. Okay? Now, I don't want to I want to be clear about something. I don't want this to turn into a let's think about what's the intention here. The globalists want to put up Ron DeSantis and they want to create a divide between MAGA. They want to divide and conquer MAGA, right? So what are we doing when we sit there, you see somebody supports DeSantis and you're a Trump guy, and then you immediately go to attack them and call them a shill, a paid shill, and they're a piece of crap and blah, 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 blah. What are you doing? Besides playing exactly into, you're, you're playing into the hands of exactly what they want. So I don't want to be that guy. I don't want this to become the divisive thing that it, it, it has the potential to be. If you support DeSantis, I'm not going to sit here and shame you and call you an idiot and a paid shill and blah, 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 because I believe that's what they want us to do. I believe that you're wrong. I Well, I believe that you're misguided and overlooking some very key important things. But, but it's as simple as that. It's not... Um, it's not that I think that you're a shill. I think that you're being misled. So let me establish that first. Oh, thank you, Bode in Nilsson, $5, tuning in from Sweden. Thank you. Thanks for the, thank you for the Rumble rant. I really appreciate it. And by the way, I just updated the Rumble app, and apparently now you can send Rumble rants through your uh, mobile device, which is really cool and really awesome of Rumble uh, because, you know, it, uh, it it helps us out a lot. That's... That's a game changer for Rumble. It's been a long time that you you weren't able to do that, so that's pretty cool. And um, anyways, let's talk about this, okay? So anyways, I, w- I was trying to say, if you think that Ron DeSantis can actually defeat Trump in a fair election, then you're in some sort of denial, okay? Because the reality is DeSantis could win a rigged primary. We all know that. But he could never win in a free and fair election. There's absolutely no way in hell. None. Okay? And I think even DeSantis knows that, and he may be running based on the promise that they're going to rig the election for him because there's no way that he could ever win in a free, fair election against Donald Trump. There's no way. Because I don't know if you noticed, but no one is talking about the announcement itself. The announcement itself, the Twitter space last night, was absolutely pathetic. So lackluster, so boring, so dry, so empty, so hollow. Nobody's talking about it. I mean, name one thing that really stood out. Nothing. But Ron did have his 15 minutes of fame, right? He he got the massive platform. He got the attention. He got some media headlines. But at the end of the day, his 15 minutes of fame was cut short by Trump. Because no sooner that <laughs> no sooner did he announce his campaign. Did Trump put out a two-minute-long video (laughs) sucking all of the air out of the room, 
and depicting DeSantis in a Twitter space with <laughs> Klaus Schwab <laughs> and Hitler <laughs> and Dick Cheney, <laughs> the FBI, and the devil. And I'm telling you guys, when I saw that, I tears came to my eyes. It was the funniest thing I had seen in a long time, man. Because, I mean, we know that Trump is a wild man. We know that he's a wild card. But that was just off the chain, dude. <laughs> and it just cracked me up so much because even I couldn't believe it. I'm like, dude, this dude is such a savage, such a legend. And, you know, people gravitate. I mean, if somebody can make you laugh, there's a captivating, there's something captivating about that. You know, when, when, when's the last time Ron DeSantis made me laugh to the point of tears? Never. And he never could because he's got no charisma, no personality, and he's not funny. Trump is hilarious. And that is part of what makes him, that, that's part of what sets him apart from DeSantis and why DeSantis could never compete with Trump. Okay? Now, I'm not going to play this video I just brought up because I know you've already seen it. Everybody's already seen it. You know what I'm talking about. And that's kind of my point. You know, no matter how you feel about the video, whether you think it was funny or whether you thought it was unprofessional or, you know, over the top or whatever, you can't deny that you saw it. Everybody saw it and it sucked all the air out of the room. Okay? And I, I think that's what the purpose was. You know, this dude Trump is a unique animal. Okay? He knows exactly what he's doing when he goes to war with someone. Okay, he knows how to work the crowd. He knows how to shock you. He knows how to make you laugh. He knows how to keep everyone talking about him. Keep his name in the headlines. And even when you're announcing your presidential campaign, which, you know, people have been hanging on the edge of their seat for months for, the second you do it, it's already over because Trump knows how to draw the attention to himself. The man commands attention. He is a media genius. And 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 whether you realize it or not, even bad attention is like a currency to this guy, Trump. He uses it to his advantage. You know, it, he knows how to he knows how to uh, to make his presence so large, whether it be good or whether it be bad, but it allows him to overshadow everyone else. Okay, you you, you become this in, insignificant little ant in comparison to Trump because he knows how to work the crowd, work the media. And this is how he destroys people. And he's, he's, he's going to destroy DeSantis. It's inevitable. Even if they rig the election for DeSantis, you will have uh, an, an uprising because the, the people overwhelmingly will not support DeSantis. You know, you, you may think that DeSantis is different than Jeb Bush or different than Ted Cruz. You know, he's not just another... Uh, you know, wimp, weaky, weak, Republican, blah, 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 blah. But the reality is, he is. He is. He's just another soulless, lifeless, buttoned-up political figure that's trying to pull the wool over your eyes. You know, with these, with these, with this, he's doing a Trump impersonation. But behind it, there's nothing. There's nothing of substance. There's nothing authentic about the guy. You know, he's a hollow shell that hits on the conservative talking points that he think MAGA wants to hear, and he uses big words, okay? And, you know, he's trying to go after critical race theory, talk about the border, talk about the economy, put forth 
basically the same Trump policies, uh, but it's so obviously a ruse. You know, because what he's really trying to do, like I said, is attract the MAGA base. You know, he's 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 trying to turn Trump voters into DeSantis voters because he knows that's what he has to do to win. Now, I want you to think about that because if Ron DeSantis has to win by turning by adopting the same exact policies and doing an impersonation of Trump, minus the the rhetoric uh, you know, minus the rhetoric, right? If he has to do that in order to win, what does that say about Trump and his strength in the Republican Party? Well, if Trump was so unpopular and such a bad candidate and not fit for office, well, then why is DeSantis impersonating him and, and trying to put forth all of the same policies to get into the White House? It's because Trump is the leader of the Republican Party and DeSantis is a Trojan horse, and everybody knows it. You know, th- th- this dude this dude is going to try to impersonate Trump. They're going to fire all these indictments at Trump in the next coming months. He's get- Trump is going to be bogged down in a courtroom facing numerous charges, right? And they're going to try to try to say, okay, look, they're like the same guy, but this one is under 50 investigations and facing criminal charges, and this guy over here is like he's like the same guy, but he doesn't have the DOJ after him, the Georgia grand jury, uh, the Stormy Daniels hush money payment, and all that stuff, right? So the choice is simple, and he's younger. That's what they're going to try to do, and everybody knows it. Uh, but Trump knows how to expose people. You know what what he does is he, he comes in like a wrecking ball. He breaks the mold. He breaks the status quo. He exposes the corruption of the mainstream media. Uh, he exposes the corruption of the intelligence apparatus. And he exposes people like Ron DeSantis. And he does it in a way that seems so absurd. You know, he does things that you would never expect from a, a politician, let alone a former president or a Republican frontrunner. You know, putting out a video <laughs> depicting Ron DeSantis next to the devil and... Uh, <laughs> You know, I mean, no, no one else would do that. No one else would do that, but it works. And there's a reason why it works, or at least I think I know why it works. And it's because when he does something like that, something so off the wall, out of left field, absurd, what he's doing is reminding you that he's not a politician. He's an outsider. He's not like them. And every time he's done this, it's worked. Every single time. Everyone who's entered the Trump quicksand and thought that they could browbeat and, and, and take this moral high ground and this, you know, this buttoned up, look, look at me, I'm a, a clean cut uh, politician who, it never works. It never works because Trump is going to expose them. Um, he's like a bull in a china shop, you know, but when he does this, he makes you stop and think. It's almost like it snaps you out of a hypnosis. You know, these politicians have perfected the art of hypnotizing the public for decades. And uh, they try to act like they're normal people. They're just like you. They actually care about the country and the issues that face the everyday common man. Ron DeSantis is a blue collar. But the reality is, 
they're all nothing but hollow shells that are bought and paid for. They're all part of the same swamp, regardless of political party, because they have the same uh, big, big corporate political donors. They ha- their hands are tied to the same special interests. You know, <laughs> they're all in the same swamp. And DeSantis is no different. And uh, so when Trump comes out swinging and he does these things that are unorthodox, completely left field, it makes you realize that this guy's not playing by the same rules. This guy is is completely different. You know, and, and, and the reason he doesn't play by the same rules is because there's nobody controlling him. He's not getting his talking points from up above. He can do and say the unthinkable because he's his own man. And that's why millions of people love and support Trump. That's why he was able to upset the Madam Corruption herself, Hillary Clinton in 2016, you know? And that's why DeSantis can never defeat Trump in a fair election uh, because we know that DeSantis is controlled, bought, paid for. He's not authentic. He's a Trump impersonator. He's fake. He's phony. Um, And so if he steps into the quicksand and if he thinks he can win people over by portraying himself as a more buttoned-up Trump, he's, he's in for a rude awakening. He's going to quickly realize that he made a big mistake because the traditional well-spoken politician uh, is a thing of the past, you know? That, that, that's something we're all awake to and completely sick and tired of. Nobody wants to, you know, Biden, they rigged the election for him, but they said we're, we're going to return to normalcy and the status quo. Nobody wants that. Nobody, because, because we've woken up to what the status quo and so-called normalcy actually is, you know, and, and DeSantis, this guy's already been exposed, right, for his affiliations with Carl Rove and Jeb Bush and the Lincoln Project and Rupert Murdoch, uh, Paul Ryan, you know, he's already been exposed in in taking campaign contributions from globalists. Uh, people have gone back and looked at some of his policy positions and things that he supported in the past that contradict what he's portraying now. And we've also seen one of the more, most important issues is the war between Ukraine and Russia, right? And he, remember Tucker Carlson, he issued like a few questions to the potential Republican uh, candidates. And I believe DeSantis, he responded by saying that we have more important issues on our own soil at first. But then you had Lindsey Graham and the other warmongers criticize him for that. And then he did a full 180 and basically called Putin a war criminal and signaled that, you know, oh, okay, okay, my 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 uh, puppet masters, they want me to be um, pro- sending hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine and escalating the war. Okay, so I, I better switch it up, you know? he tries. He's trying to play both sides of the field, but he's exposed himself, you know? And so nobody who's paying attention is buying this act that he's a populist or that he's anti-globalist. In reality, he's already been exposed, and in my opinion, he's already lost. And uh, this is a stupid decision on his part. And maybe he knows that. Maybe maybe the real agenda here is not for him to win. Maybe the agenda is to just force Trump to waste hundreds of millions of dollars on the primaries, um, spend money that he could have spent in the general election, and just bleed resources and 
waste time and energy and, and, and deplete his war chest for the general election. Perhaps that's part of the agenda, you know? And, uh, so maybe this isn't just about, maybe this isn't about winning at all. Maybe it's about dividing MAGA, you know? Um, I don't know, but if that's the case, then to some degree, they'll probably be successful because this is going to, if Trump were to go uncontended, I think he has like $300 million in a war chest for the general election, but now he's got to waste all this time, money, and resources, and, you know, the the back and forth, the division, uh, people that pull away from Trump and go and go to DeSantis, all of that is going to be a byproduct of DeSantis deciding to enter the race. So, but if the agenda is for for him to win, it's it's not going to happen at least not from the looks of things right now. Now, I would anticipate, and I've been saying this, that, you know, since DeSantis has officially made his announcement, this is when you'll probably see an escalation in all these investigations, uh, from the one in Georgia to the one with, with the two with Jack Smith, Mar-a-Lago and January 6th, and we're going to see numerous indictments issued against Trump in the near future. And I... I'm not sure how that's going to affect the narrative in the American public, but we've already seen uh, what happened with the Alvin Bragg indictment and the Gene Carroll debacle, you know, so they can, it, it only accelerated Trump's popularity. So it, it, it all backfired. So if that's their intention, I don't see that working out either. But, you know, there may be a bigger picture here that we've yet to see. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Um, you know, I, I'm talking about in a fair, free election. There's no way that DeSantis could win. But apart from some miracle, I find it really hard to believe that the deep state would ever let Trump win another election ever again. You know, apart from a, a miracle, right? But... Let me let me just make something clear before we wrap this up, and, and be sure to smash that rumble button, ladies and gentlemen. 260 people watching. One dislike. What a... Mm, that must be Ard Bark Butt Eater. Eh, he's just butthurt because I banned him for being a jackass, but... You know, you always got one. You always got one. So let's, let's stick it to the trolls, and let's get those likes up, ladies and germs. But here's where I stand on the whole thing, and then we'll wrap this up. Where I stand is... Even if DeSantis was not being backed by globalists and Rupert Murdoch and Paul Ryan and all these people, even if he was the, even if he was who he portrays himself to be, I still wouldn't vote for him. Not out of sheer principle, because you don't you don't abandon the man who created the very movement that Ron DeSantis is attempting to ride on on the coattails of, and you don't. Abandon the man who literally faced six years of endless witch hunts, investigations, uh, the attempted destruction of his business and family, who sacrificed uh, over a billion dollars of his wealth to try to fix this country, who had an, an election rigged against him in the most blatant and obvious way possible, who was accused of committing treason and colluding with, with, with Russia based on zero evidence whatsoever. You just don't abandon that guy when he says, you know what, I'm going to step up to the plate and I'm going to give it one more shot. You know, you, you just don't. So out of sheer principle, 
I will continue to support Donald Trump all the way until he decides enough is enough and he is done with politics. And uh, the reality is, and this is why DeSantis pisses everybody off so much, because we all know at Trump's age, it's either 2024 or nothing. There is no 2028 for Trump. He's what? He's going to be 78 years old in 2024, I think. Um, I mean, he's he's getting up there. So if he doesn't win 2024, that's it. He's not going to run again in 2028 when he's 82 years old. Uh, even I, at that point, I would be like, all right, all right. I don't, I don't think we need another 80-year-old in office, you know. So it's either 2024 or nothing. And DeSantis is attempting to take that away from from Trump. And that's why this is the end of his political career. There's no bouncing back from this. This is a, a, a blatant act of betrayal that is is effectively unforgivable. Now, it's his right. It's his right. This is a free country. This is America. You have the right to run. Um, but I also have the right to not vote for you. Now, in the event... Now, I don't want to look too far into the future, but in the event that they were to rig the election against Trump and DeSantis became the nominee for 2024, well... If there ain't an if there ain't an uprising, at that point I feel like I would be kind of forced. Because what am I going to do? Support Joe Biden or just? I don't know, man. <laughs> I'll have to think about that. Would you? Okay, let's say they rig the election against Trump and make DeSantis the nominee for twenty twenty four. Would you vote for him then? After after Trump is no longer an option, because I don't know what I would do. I'll have to think about that. I don't know. Great show, Nick, says Amy, girl one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Roy says, Trump will win. It's planned. Trust the plan. Trust the plume. (laughs) Trust the plume. I would love, man, I would love for there to be a plan where Trump secures a victory in 2024 because it would be the greatest redemption arc in human history. It would be something that would later become a movie, you know? It's only been done once in American history where you lose an election, uh, then, you you know, you lose an election, then you win the next one. It's only been done once before. And, uh, oh, somebody says, I would just write in a Trump ticket. At that point, look, if if they rig the election, the primaries against Trump, I think Trump should just say, screw the Republican Party altogether and run as an independent. And just say, screw it. Just destroy the Republican Party once and for all. Because, I mean, what's the big difference between the Republicans and the Democrats at this point? I mean, it's all a big big uniparty. So just say, F it. Uh, Run as an independent. IHA says Robert Kennedy Jr. Man, I like RFK Jr. I support RFK Jr. and his campaign but at the same time, he's got some policy positions which I just can't get on board with. He's anti-Second Amendment, first of all. He's very strong on the First Amendment, but he's he's not strong on the Second Amendment. Uh, and he's also was an environmental lawyer for most of his life. And he's big on the climate change, Green New Deal stuff. So I really can't I can't get on board with that, man. He's still a Democrat at the end of the day. He's still a Democrat at the end. So it's like I can support him. 
I wanted I wanted to see primary debates between RFK Jr. and Joe Biden, but since they took that away, uh, you know, I just hope that he uh, continues to. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, at this point, he's kind of useless. <laughs> I was. That's the only reason I was supportive of him was because of the potential for the primary debates. But now that that's out of the cards, it's like, yeah, just all right, all right, all right. That's enough. That's enough. All right. But I don't think he's a nefarious guy. I just think he's got some policy positions that I find anti-American, unconstitutional, and uh, directly in line with the World Economic Forum, whether that's knowingly or unknowingly. All right, so uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do is we're going to shut this thing down. Be sure to smash that rumble button. Go to nicklovesgold.com, baby, and mypillow.com, and use promo code NICK, all the greatest sleep products on the market, available at mypillow.com, and you can save a ton of money when you use promo code NICK. And, you know, people are just ranting and raving about my promo code. It's so much better than all the others. There's a lot of them out there, but some of them are long. They're like six, seven letters. Mine's four, and it's easy to remember. MyPillow.com, promo code Nick. And uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. We'll see if we can get a show together tomorrow. The new I'll tell you what, man. The news has just been... I don't is it just me? I'm going to be honest. Let me just let me just uh, be honest with you guys. Lately, especially following the Carrie Lake dismissal, I've been finding myself almost having to force feed the news to myself. Like a a lack of a lack of really an, a lack of interest in cuz look man, at this point I I just want to see some damn accountability. I want to see some people go to jail. I want to see see people tried for treason. You know, I'm I'm, t- I'm tired of talking about, oh, the House Oversight Committee, they're issuing another subpoena to Christopher Ray. Oh, but they didn't comply. Well, we'll see what happens next. You know, I mean, it, you know, and at a certain point, I'm just I'm just like, ah, geez, man, this merry-go-round, this circus. And, and, and my bread and butter, my fight for the past several years has been getting rid of them damn Dominion machines, getting rid of the Eric voter roll system, uh, going back to paper ballots, hand-counted elections. And man, it's just... uh, these da- This damn judicial system, the lack of balls on these Republicans and the corruption of these Democrats, it just gets exhausting at some point. It gets a little exhausting. You know, and I've hesitated to to, to talk about that because I'm like, I don't want to demoralize anybody. You know, but damn, man. This country's so damn corrupt. And all the institutions that are supposed to do something about it are compromised. And it's pissing me off. Heather Weimer. I almost said Weiner, but I see it's Weimer. Never DeSantis, and we can't allow them to rig the election again. Stand up, people, and demand honest elections. We need to ban mail-in and machines. Yes, we do. Now, there's been like nine states, including Texas, the most recent one, that have banned the Eric voter roll system, which is a big, big, big deal. A big deal, because it all comes back to the voter rolls. You can't rig an election that I know of. It's impossible to rig an election without inflated, bloated 
voter rolls. Um, if you have massive turnout and clean voter rolls, it's literally impossible, uh, barring that they cause 60% of the Dominion machines to break down on Election Day. I guess if you tell all the Republicans to vote on Election Day and the machines break down, you can rig it through voter disenfranchisement. But with clean voter rolls, it makes it extremely difficult for them to rig an election because what they're doing is attaching fake ballots to registered voters that either decided not to vote or they're fictitious, they moved away, they're dead. You have to have a a registered voter on file to cast a fake ballot, to count a fake vote. And Eric is the system by which they inflate the voter rolls and have centralized control of that aspect of the election. So if we can... The Dominion machines can flip an election result. Um, but I think the voter rolls are quite possibly more important. <clears throat> Anyways, let me, uh, I'm going to go ahead and shut this down. Oh, $3 from Phil Scarborough says, I, I appreciate you, Nick, even when you're blackpilling half the time. Hey man, look at my track record, baby. You call me a black pillar, but I, uh, let's see. What was I right about? A couple things. I was right about, you know, Karen Fan and Attorney General Brnovich and Wendy Rogers. And, uh, I, you know, I've, I got a pretty good track record about the things that people say I'm blackpilling about. I mean, I had people telling me, Nick, don't talk about Ron DeSantis and Trump, the, the Trump beef, because it's all fake. The media's making it up. It's all fake. That this, you know, they they tried to tell me that Ron wasn't going to run. I had people tell me that Ron DeSantis was going to, he was going to take all this money that he was getting from the globalists, right? He was going to take all this money, pretend to be uh, the globalist guy for 2024 so he could get, you know, $50 million in a war chest and then hand that over to Trump and be like, gotcha, bitch. I'm actually, I'm actually on the MAGA train. You know, and I was like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That's not going to happen. You know, and I was and I I was right about the. uh, Shoot, pretty much every Q prediction that I said wasn't true. I was right about. I'd have to think about it, but I've 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 got I've been right about I've been wrong about some stuff, too. I've been wrong about some stuff, too. I thought we could overwhelm the fraud in 2022. So I guess I was wrong about that. But deep down, I kind of knew. Deep down, I kind of knew. I was just trying to be positive, and that's what you get. That's what you get. When Nick tries to be optimistic and positive, I end up letting everybody down, filling their heads with hopium just to be let down. Anyways, let me get out of here, man. I keep trying to get out of here. You guys keep paying me money. I mean, if you want to pay me some more money, I'm not going to stop you, but... I'm going to shut down this live stream. Do you think there's anything to Q? Look, man. Nah, I don't. I think it was Ron Code Monkey Z and his dad at this point. I mean, it's pretty. that's pretty much my synopsis of it. I think it was Ron Code Monkey Z and his dad. At least after... I don't know what it was at first, but after they moved to 8-Coon or whatever... Yeah, I think that was Ron and his dad. 
Anyways, I'm going to go eat some lunch. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching, as always. And I will see you next time.